Welcome to Seed of Life Evangelistic Ministry. I'm Pastor Ellis Staley. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the people of Seed of Life Christian Fellowship Church, Houston, we welcome you to the Seed of Life Church social media church broadcast. Today, in your hearing, we have a good word from God. I want you to tune in, take some good notes. I believe you're going to receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit to break through this thing that is coming against us in Jesus name. Let's start open with a word of prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you so much, oh God, for all the things that you're going to do today. We thank you, Lord God, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that you're going to perform signs, wonders and miracles of God for these your people. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you're going to think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word is going to come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance right now, O oh God, for all the things that you're going to plant in us through your word. And we're going to bring forth a harvest of courage and faith in this hour. In Jesus name. Amen. Turn them in your Bible. So let's go right to it, to Ephesians chapter six. We're talking about praying from a covenant perspective, praying the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, when we talk about prayer, prayer is the way that we communicate to God. And at this hour, we need to be praying blood bought prayers from a covenant perspective. They have the power of God revealing this earth against this thing that's coming against the church. Glory to God. I say it's coming against the church. You know, if I was the devil and I'm glad I'm not. If I was going to stop God in the earth, the first thing I would do was to cause something that would make the people of God not be able to come together to worship God. Well, you know what? The devil is a liar. We're coming to you through this medium right now to help you receive the power of the word of God. You are the church. Glory to God. Church is not a building. The church is a blood bought people. Amen. And we need to amen. Pray blood bought prayers and stand in faith to see the power of God revealed in the earth. Over there in Ephesians chapter six. Let's go there. Ephesians chapter six, verse number 10. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. that You may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. I'm going to stop right there. You know, now more than ever, we need to take on the armor of God. We need to be people who know how to live righteous. We need to be people who operate in truth. We ought to be people, amen, who operate and move, amen, with the anointing of peace on our life. The Bible says also, having the helmet of salvation upon our head. We ought to know about being saved. Amen. And lifting up the shield of faith, whereby we are to be able to quench every fiery dart of the devil. The devil's best laid plans shall be brought to naught when we operate in these supernatural attributes of the spirit. 
Now, more than ever, you need to operate in faith and you need to be led by the Holy Ghost in this dark hour. And I don't know what your opinion is about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. At this point, it really don't matter because either you're going to be operating in the anointing of the power of God or you're going to be divided by the devil. Glory to God. Amen and amen. So and another thing God has called us to do is to be supernatural intercessors. Amen. On behalf of a world that is turned away from God. Now's the time for us to be lifting up the name of Jesus for our loved ones. Now is the time for us to be lifting up the name of Jesus over our government. Now is the time for us to be pleading the blood over our subdivisions and our neighborhoods. Glory to God. Get to know. Glory to God. God through prayer and call out the name of Jesus everywhere you go. Glory to God. That's what it's coming to. We have a supernatural mandate to stand. And if you're one of these people who just want to go in your house and go in your prayer closet and just hope this thing blows over, honey, you ought to be a person that is actively engaging God in the spirit realm to see this thing be brought tonight in Jesus' name. Glory to God. We have a supernatural mandate to stand. Right here in the face of this demonic attack of, uh, of the coronavirus, in the mighty name of Jesus, we rebuke it and we send it back to hell from which it came. Glory to God. This did not come from God. Amen. And you need to know that. Glory to God. Remember, what you refuse to resist has a right to remain. And now more than ever, we ought to be operating in violent faith. Violent faith. Glory to God. To demand that this scourge against all of humanity be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let's look at it. Violent faith. Look at Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. You need to be a word person at this hour. You need to be feeding on the word. Don't feed on, glory to God, what the news media is saying. Now, I understand them people got a job to do. Their job is to inform you and keep you abreast of what's happening in the earth. You have a choice on who you're going to believe. Amen. That's information, but it's not truth. The truth is Jesus Christ has defeated this thing 2,000 years ago at Calvary, and we are here as his church to enforce the devil's defeat. Glory to God. We're going to do that today by planting the word of God in you. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, the Bible says this. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. So there are some things that will never be had by a believer unless they stand up in faith violently and demand their rights according to the word of God, including the protection and the safety of God for us and our children. Amen. So in the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of his blood, we rebuke the coronavirus and we bind its work from operating in this earth according to the word of God. Now that's praying according to covenant. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 says this. Whatsoever we bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever we release here on earth shall be released in heaven. We have a supernatural mandate to dictate what manifests in this earth. Glory to God. And that's more than an ocean. And listen, listen to me, folks. You're going to have to not just be a person that's mimicking what somebody else said. You're going to have to be known of God. Amen. You have to be known of God if you're going to have to deal with the enemy in this hour. Amen. The Bible said, 1 Peter 5, 8, that the enemy, the devil, walked about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. The devil knows whether or not you're connected to God or not. 
He knows you, whether or not you are a person that is covenantly connected to God, praying to God on your face and believing him for his power. Amen. Over there in Acts chapter 19, you know the story about the sons of Sceva. Uh, they went over to the demon possessed man and they, they tried to use the name of Jesus. Amen. And they didn't have a right to use it. And the devil knew it. He said, the devil told him, he said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. But who are you? Glory to God. That is where we are right now. Does God know you? And are you, glory to God, filled with his word so that you can pray covenant prayers with power to be a man, a weapon in the earth against this thing that's coming against God's people? Amen. And that's what we all want to be. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. The Bible tells us that, amen, this work of darkness has already been defeated over 2000 years ago by Jesus himself. Jesus came into the earth for this reason. If you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, you ought to come under the covenant of his blood and declare what he has said. 1 John 3 eight says, for this reason, the son of God was made manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Glory to God. This is a work of the devil. This is the reason why you are filled with the spirit of God so that when you speak, the power of God will show up. Glory to God. The anointing of the Holy Spirit will be released. And amen. What God said is going to manifest in this earth. God is calling his people to know him. Daniel 1132 says, but the people that know their God, they shall be strong and do great exploits. Now's the time to stand on the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. Now's the time to lift your hands and say what God has said. Glory to God. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 through 14, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is anyone that hang it on a tree. Why? That the blessing of Abraham may come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit of God through faith. Through faith. Glory to God. Amen. You say, well, you're a faith preacher. I sure am, because that's what Jesus preached. Glory to God. Amen. Jesus has, amen, chosen to operate. God has chosen, watch this now, to show himself to man through faith. You're not operating in faith. You might just be in religion. And religion looks like faith, except religion has no power. Religion to tell you, glory to God, amen, that, uh, that God can heal, but he can't heal you. Religion, glory to God, to tell you that, yeah, God does want you to prosper, but it's better for you to be poor. At least you be tempted and turn away from God. That's religion. Glory to God. Honey, I'm telling you, God wants you to have everything that Jesus Christ died for you to have, including supernatural protection from this thing called the coronavirus. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Now watch this now. We are part of it. The Bible says in Revelation 12, verse 11, that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. What are you saying in this hour? What are you saying when you hear people say stuff like, oh, uh, so-and-so got sick? You ought to be able to open up your mouth. You ought to be saying, but it shall not come near me. Whatever the news report is, I thank God for information. But let me tell you something. It shall not come near me in my house. Glory to God. My wife is covered. My children are covered. My home is covered. Glory to God. Amen. 
The people of, of our church are covered. We have a blood covenant mandate that everybody that's a part of this ministry have come under the blood of Jesus and the deaf angel must pass over. Glory to God. It must pass over them. Amen. Because that's how we believe and that's what we're saying. Amen. Here it is. Write this down. You have been called for this moment. This is the season of the latter rain and the devil want to keep people in fear so that their faith won't work, so they, they won't be able to receive the signs, the wonders, and the miracles of God with increase that is due us in this season. Glory to God. I believe it. Now is the time. Now is an acronym. Amen. N-O-W. No uh, opportunity is wasted. Now's the time to walk in love and forgiveness. Now's the time. Now is the time to ask God for forgiveness and repent our own selves. Now is the time. Now's the time to become the priest of your own home. Come on, say amen to that. Now is the time. Now's the time to turn to God and to ask for his mercy. He said in Psalms 86, verse 5, for thou, Lord, David said it, thou, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and plentiness and mercy to all those who call upon you. Right now, we ought to be crying out to God for America. Oh, America's doing this. America's doing that wrong. America is doing a lot of good in the earth also. Glory to God. Amen. You ought to be crying out to God and asking God to remember how good America has been to send missionaries out all over the world. How good America has been to aid countries that come into uh, supernatural catastrophes and how America has always rendered aid. Make God remember the goodness of America. Glory to God. Amen. And I tell you something else, and I say it again, and I know the people in my church, they say, boy, pastor must really be hearing from God because we know how pastor feel about, amen, things in government, especially what's going on, amen, glory to God, in the White House. But I submit to you that we ought to pray for the president. Glory to God. At this hour, we ought to pray for him, whether we voted for him or not. We ought to be asking God's hand to come upon that man and cause him to make right decisions and cause him to do things that he never thought he'd do and cause him, glory to God, to see the light of God so that God can use him in this fight against this thing. Yeah, you ought to pray for him. Glory to God. Amen. I didn't say pray against him. I say pray for him. Amen. And amen. Glory to God. Now, listen to this. Because the Bible says we ought to do that. We ought to pray for those in authority. I'm not asking you to do something that's against the will of God now. Amen. Praise God. Now, listen to this. How can you say that, Pastor Sailor? How can you say that this is the church's finest hour? I tell you one thing. If you're operating in faith, it's always your finest hour. Look over there in Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Because with faith, nothing is impossible to us when we're operating in faith now. Because faith, let me tell you something, folks. Faith is all there is. There's nothing else after that. If you're doing anything else, amen, it, it's, I'll tell you, you may have some activity, but it's not pleasing God. The Bible said in Hebrews 11, verse uh, 6, they that come to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It also says in the beginning, it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So if you want to please God, you're going to have to operate in faith. Glory to God. And look what faith will do. Faith will remove every limitation out of your life. I'm a living witness to that. Faith will remove every limitation out of your life. Look what Jesus said. And Jesus said unto them, if thou can believe, all things are possible to them that believe it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
All things are possible to them that believe it. So if you believe in God, amen, for your loved ones to be protected and you're standing on the word of God and you got a covenant with God through Jesus Christ and his blood, you can open up your mouth and say what God has said. Glory to God. All things are possible unto me in my house because we believe God. Amen. All things are possible to me because I am a blood-bought citizen of the kingdom of God and his spirit is in my life. Amen. And this thing here shall not touch me. Glory to God. You got to say that like you believe it because the devil know if you believe it or not. Amen. Praise God. Now, understand, we don't operate in foolishness in this church. We are practicing social distancing. We're practicing strategic seating. Watch this now. And also, we're coming to you right now through this broadcast because, watch this, we want to abide by the laws of the land. Amen. I know you hear about a lot of churches say, oh, no, we still going to have church. Honey, you are the church. You can have church in your living room. He said, well, but two or three are gathered together in my name. There I am in the midst of them. Hallelujah. Praise God. You don't have to come and show your faith and congregate with other people and get other people sick and have people die. Amen. Before that time, because they might not be operating in the faith that you got. Preacher. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when I'm operating in faith, I remove all impossibilities and I can speak to the spirit realm and I can command the devil's kingdom to fall because I have the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit and God's word operating in my life. Amen. Let's look at it a little further. Look at Mark chapter 10, verse 27. We're talking about a man standing in faith and praying blood covenant prayers. But we got to operate in faith before we pray. Amen. Look at Mark chapter 10. Look at verse number 27. Jesus, looking upon them, said, with man, it is impossible, but not with God, for with God, all things are possible. So it's possible for you and your wife, or you and your son or daughter, glory to God, amen, to come together in that house and declare and decree a blood covenant Passover over your doors and the power of the, of the devil shall be broken from over your life. Glory to God. Amen. As you stand in faith, because I, I believe it. Faith, uh, uh, fear brings the evil and faith brings the good. We have a, a little poster here for the reminder of people. Fear not. Glory to God. God is with us. Amen. You don't have to be afraid. Right now, a lot of people are finding out that church is more than a building. It's more than a, 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 a platform for ministry. We're going to do some things here in our church right now coming very soon. It's going to change the whole ministry format. We're going to become a frontline ministry church, and we're going to be out there doing what God told us to do. Amen. Glory to God. Healing the sick, feeding the homeless. Glory to God. Preaching healing meetings and revivals, because now is that time for us to do it. Amen. Glory to God. And we're going to release ourselves from things that are encumbering us, and we're going to do what God called us to do. Glory to God. Amen. So it is by faith that we stand against this thing called the coronavirus and the spirit of death. In the mighty name of Jesus, we invoke the blood covenant of Jesus against it. Amen. And we're going to believe God together. Now, when we pray, we got to know, amen, how to pray. Amen. In faith. Best way to pray in faith. The best way to pray in faith is to pray the word of God. Amen. You'll never be in fear praying the word of God. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Second Chronicles chapter seven. I'm going to show you. Amen. What God said about you praying. Hallelujah. 
Hope you're receiving this thing. Amen. Second Chronicles. Well, it was in here last night. Praise God. Second Chronicles chapter seven. And I, I want, hopefully we'll get time, uh, you have enough time to show you a few more things in, 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 in David's battle with Goliath. But praise God. Look at second, second Chronicles. Chapter seven. Look at verse number 13. Now, understand this did not come from God. This coronavirus did not come from God. But I submit to you by revelation knowledge that even if it did come from God, God has given us the answer on how to turn it down, turn it around. Glory to God and break it. Look what he said. Now, I understand it didn't come from God, but God is showing us up. Look what he said. He said, if I shut up, if I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. That word if was put in there three times. And God is letting you know now, I, I'm not doing this, but even if I did, I got an answer for you to stop it. Glory to God. Amen. Look what he says. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Glory to God. The power of God by his covenant, who is Jesus. Jesus is a covenant. Amen. Can stay this plague that's coming against us right now if we would pray. If we would turn from our wicked ways and seek his face, God said he'll heal the land. Glory to God. And I believe he's doing it right now. Amen. Praise God. So God, watch this now. This is a season that God is looking for supernatural intercessors for the world. And he's looking for the church to respond right now by faith. Intercession is the act of praying to God in Jesus mighty name on the behalf of others. This world that's away from God needs us to stand up and be who God called us to be. The salt of the earth. Glory to God. Amen. The light that shines in the darkness. Intercession is a weapon that activates the arm of God and the sword of the spirit. The arm of God will be lifted up. Amen. And empowered as we pray blood covenant prayers. Glory to God. The sword of the spirit will be released in this earth to act when we pray prayers that are empowered by faith. Glory to God. That's praying the word of God. It's the only way you can do it. It's pray the word of God. Amen. Honey, right now, we're finding out that uh, glory to God. Amen. A lot of people who call themselves prophets, praise God, you ain't hearing from right now. Amen. Honey, that's why I'm so glad we got a house prophet that knows the word of God, a house prophet that's living for God, a person that we can trust to hear from God. Amen. Glory be unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. And amen. Now understand something. It is intercession now. It's the most powerful weapon of warfare. It can literally direct the hand of God. Amen. And we are the people of God. Amen. We are the seed of Abraham. We are the blessed ones. And we are the ones that's going to save this world from this coming darkness and overcome the dominion of darkness that the devil is trying to bring. Let me show you something. I said you're the seed of Abraham. Look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. 
See, when you know who you are, you can pray right. Galatians chapter 3. You know, we, heard, we, we read earlier how Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, but you know what? You just, just, getting, did, you just didn't just get redeemed. You got redeemed to something. You got an inheritance. Look what it says in Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, have put on Christ, the covenant. I like to say it like that. There's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither bond nor free, there's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Heirs according to the promise. It's time for the church to grow up. If the church doesn't grow up to know who they are in covenant, if the church doesn't grow up to know what God has given us in the operations of the Spirit of God in faith, then we're not going to operate at the level that God created us to operate in, in his word. Praise God. Amen. Look at John chapter 8, verse 39. You say you got a lot of scripture. Yes, I do. Praise God. See, I came from a word, church, and amen. And Pastor John Hillary Osteen taught us that if you're standing on the word, ain't nobody can move you. Glory to God. Praise God. I thank God for his life. See, we ought to be praying for men of God at this hour. We ought to be praying for Dr. Bill Winston and and, and, and Apostle Kenneth Copeland and, uh, and uh, praise God, Bishop T.D. Jakes and Dr. Fred Price. And hey, man, we ought to be praying for, amen, Charles Stanley, praise God, and D J David Jeremiah and, and, and all them great men of God, amen. We ought to be praying for them, amen, because they are the ones that God is using at a larger scale, amen, in ministry. And so we ought to be empowering them and not just them, but anybody else you choose to pray for that's in ministry. We ought to be praying for one another. Amen. Some of the people, you'd be surprised, preachers don't encourage one another. You just go look at Facebook. Preachers pass up and down by each other on Facebook and don't even click like. Glory to God. Amen. And I pray for all the, the pastors in this area. Glory to God where we minister at. Amen. That God would bless them immensely and protect their homes also in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Look at John chapter 8, verse 39. We're talking about the power of intercessory now. John chapter 8, verse 39. Look what Jesus said. And they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. That's our call right there. That's the mandate that's on the church. Abraham was an intercessor. Glory to God. You remember over there when, uh, praise God, when the angel showed up at Abraham's house and Sarah's wife was laughing and, and then the angels had dinner and told Sarah she'd have a baby for Abraham. And then they turned to go to Sodom and Gomorrah, amen, on their, on their assignment. And uh, Abraham ran behind the angel and said, wait a minute, don't go judge Sodom and Gomorrah. I know lots over there. And amen. He said, will you destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if there were 50 righteous people in it? And the, and the Lord said, if they be 50 righteous in there, I will not destroy it. And he went down. He said, if, if they be 40, would you do it? He said, if they be 40 in there, I won't do it. He said, oh, please forgive me. Let me ask one more time. If there be, be 30 in there, would you forgive the city and not destroy it? He said, no. He said, I'll forgive them if they be 30. He walked them all the way down to 10. He said, if there be 10 righteous people in there. Will you destroy that, 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 that city? He said, I tell you, if there's 10 righteous people in that city, I won't destroy it. Honey, I'm telling you, there's more than 10 righteous people in America. Come on, say amen to that. And if we intercede like Abraham interceded, 
as heirs of Abraham doing the work of Abraham, God will break this illegal work of darkness against us in this land. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Amen. God is so good. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So what do we pray, Pastor Ellis? Amen. Praise God. What do we pray? Amen. Well, you pray the word of God. You pray the way God said pray. Amen. You say what God has said. Amen. You pray according to covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. You say what the word of God says. Say what, what Revelation 12 verse 11 says. Amen. That you, amen. We overcome by the blood of the lamb in the word of his testimony. Glory to God. You ought to just lift up your hands and say what Isaiah 53 verse 5 says. Jesus Christ was wounded for our transgressions, O God, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon Christ. And by his stripes, Father God, we are healed. There's nobody in this country should be suffering under the coronavirus plague when we're releasing the power of the anointing of Isaiah 53 verse 4 and 5. I release it to the people right now in the medical center. I release it to the people at St. Joseph, St. Luke, or Herman Memorial. I release the healing anointing to every hospital in the Houston region in Jesus' name. I do it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, who is the covenant. See, I'm praying from a covenant perspective. I have a right to release that anointing. Amen. Amen. You have a right, praise God, to have a Passover at your house. Honey, you ought to just be, be the peculiar people God called you to be. Go and take the anointing all over your front yard and pour it over your front yard. Let your neighbor see you do it. Amen. Glory to God. And they ask you, what you doing? I'm anointing my property in the name of the Lord. And then as you turn, go back to your house, anoint the doorpost of your home. Say in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree a blood covenant Passover over this house and the death angel can do us no harm. You do that. And you're not ashamed of the Lord. He said, if you won't be ashamed of me before men, I won't be ashamed before, before, of you before my Father who is in heaven. Amen. It's time to pray blood covenant prayers and operate in, in fearless faith. Amen. Violent faith to see God do it. You know why we need to do that? Look at Exodus 12, 13. Look at Exodus 12, 13. When you do that, God's going to remember the covenant. You know, your covenant, glory to God, can deliver you. If you know something about it, look at Exodus 12, verse 13. See, now is not the time. You know, I know a lot of y'all, y'all probably saying, well, you know, he, he's a pretty good little preacher, but, you know, uh, I, you know he's kind of country. Yeah, I am. Praise God. But my, Paul said, my speech and my preaching was not with persuasive words of man's wisdom, but with the demonstration of the spirit with power. You ought to not be hooked up on vernacular. You need to get hooked up on the word of God. Amen. Look what it says in, in Exodus uh, chapter 12, verse number 13. It says this. Now, this is what God said now. Exodus 12, 13. He said, and the blood shall be to you a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. Amen. When I smite the land of Egypt. God has the ability to distinguish who believe in him and who don't. You ought to be the person, the priest of your home, to lift up that blood covenant before God. We invoke the blood covenant of Jesus over all the homes of seed of life and over all the friends of the ministry and over all our loved ones, and we don't even care what their denomination is. 
All our Catholic loved ones, all our Baptist loved ones, all our holiness loved ones, all our Church of God and Christ loved ones, all our Presbyterian, Episcopalian, Methodist loved ones. We invoke the power of the blood of Jesus over them. The devil can't touch none of them. Glory to God. Amen. Why? Because we're standing. Amen. He said, you you mean that can happen even for my loved ones who are not serving God? It sure can. If you believe it, he said, all things are possible. To them that believe, well, now, don't they have to believe God? I'm telling you what the word of God said. You know what the word of God says? See, a lot of people don't know it. He said, listen to this. I will release them who are guilty because of the cleanliness of your hands. Glory to God. If you know God like that, they go free. Amen. Hallelujah. And amen. Well, as I come to a close, I want you to know something, saints. Now's the time for Christian warriors to raise up. Now it's time for the church to come together. Amen. And pray for one another and help one another. Amen. So today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm praying for you right now. That you will accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Just pray this prayer after me. It don't take long. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you right now. I confess all my sins. I repent of my doubt and unbelief. I pray the blood of Jesus over my life, and I ask you, Father God, to allow Jesus Christ into my heart to become my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I thank you for dying at Calvary's cross for me. I believe you are the Son of God and that you died and rose again, and you're coming again to receive your church. In Jesus' name, receive me as your child, Father God. I I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I'm saved right now in Jesus' name. Amen. That's praying the prayer of faith. I believe you prayed that prayer. You got born again. And now you're ready for heaven. Now you're ready to operate in faith and in power. Until next week, this is Pastor Ellis Stelly saying, live supernaturally and speak life. Because the seed of life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. See you next week.